Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. I know it's nowhere near Christmas time, and even with as hot as it is, I wouldn't wish that winter and snow would come. But how many of you have seen the movie Home Alone? A movie that begins with a young child, of all things named Kevin, who's probably about 10 years old. And of course, as the title gives it away, he's left home alone when his parents go off for Christmas vacation. But it becomes quickly apparent to Kevin as he's staying home alone in this house, all by him, his lonesome, that there are some robbers, some thieves who are trying to get in. They're trying to break into their house and steal whatever goods that family has in their home. So then he gets to the task. He gets to his task preparing himself for the event that they might actually come and try to get in the home. He rigs together all his toys and things he could find, some things he probably shouldn't be playing with. And he rigs together this system to deter these thieves, and even if they should come in, to then possibly incur some injury to them. And then there's a couple of these scenes, but he's finally needs to put his preparations to the test and fight the battle against these thieves. Will he be able to keep them out? Well, today in the scripture reading for our meditation, from Ephesians chapter 6, Paul writes to the Ephesians and also to us Christians today as well to tell us that we are in the midst of a fight. That we are actually, in fact, in the midst of a war. And so we must do, as Kevin, this young child from the movie Home Alone does, we must first identify the enemy. Figure out who is out there trying to get in against us. Then we must prepare. Prepare for the fight that has come. And finally, put all our preparations to the test and actually fight the fight. And so first, as Christians... We must identify our enemy. But I'll tell you right now, the enemy that we face in this world here and now is not of flesh and blood. As much as we may think that some people in this world are our enemies for the things that they do and the horrible things that they say, they're not the true enemy. As much as we may think that some other political party is the enemy because of their stances and their views on things, they're not the enemy either. Because in fact, all the people of this world, the organizations, the groups in this world are in fact truly victims of the one true enemy. They are victims of the lies and deception of the true enemy in this world. And that enemy is the devil. The devil is the one true enemy that we face. Problem is, as many people in our world, we don't really want to admit that he actually exists or truly believe that he really is there. You should have seen the looks on some of our 7th and 8th grade confirmants' faces. When just a couple weeks ago, we were in fact talking about this very thing in class. And when I told them that demons were real, their eyes just grew wide. And they only got wider as I told them that yes, the devil does exist. And their hands literally smacked the table in disbelief when I told them that demon possession has actually happened. We have accounts recorded in the scriptures of such a thing. And they're not alone. There's many people in this world who don't believe the devil exists. They just think that he's some mythical, made-up creature like anything else, like goblins or trolls. Or if they do believe he exists, they don't think he really has any true power. But I tell you this in all seriousness, and in no way to relish in him or his abilities, but to simply acknowledge the enemy before us. The devil does exist, and he is powerful. And Scripture attests to this. Scripture is the very thing that tells us this truth. 
First Peter chapter 5 verse 8 says, Your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. And not just that, but then our reading today from Ephesians chapter 6 in which Paul writes that the devil is in this world scheming. Scheming to deceive us. Scheming to make us believe his lies are true. Scheming to pull us away from God. And yet one more verse from scripture in which it says, There is one who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth and his angels were thrown down with him. The devil exists in this world for one purpose, and that is to deceive. But as scripture attests to, he's not alone in that purpose. He has his own followers, demons, who also exist in this world to deceive. To deceive us from the truth. To deceive us into thinking that we can do this on our own. To deceive us into thinking that we don't need God. As serious as this is, And as scary as this may sound at first thought, to truly acknowledge and recognize, I tell you today, have no fear. I said the very same thing to our 7th and 8th graders the other weeks when we talked about this topic. And I say it to you today again with confidence. Do not fear. Or as Paul says today in Ephesians chapter 6, be strong in the Lord. Stand firm. Be strong in the Lord and stand firm because God has given you what you need. He has prepared you for the battle ahead. God has prepared you for this fight against the devil. And Ephesians chapter 6 today uses this description of a Roman soldier, an ancient Roman soldier, how he is prepared for battle. But picture it for a moment again as Paul describes him. This ancient Roman soldier who first has his belt on, the belt to gird up his tunic so that his feet would be free to move so he can move swiftly in battle and not be left standing vulnerable. And then he's got a very sturdy breastplate on to protect, of all things, his vital organs from attack. He's wearing shoes, shoes to protect his feet so that as he's moving swiftly in battle, evading the enemy, his feet wouldn't get cut up and bruised, preventing him from moving. And then he has a shield, and not just a small shield to hold and wave around as, with one hand as he wished, but a full body shield to hunker down behind from the flaming darts of the enemy. And atop his head, a helmet. And a helmet of all things to protect his head, but then also likely had these plumes or feathers on top to give it a more intimidating factor. And then in his other hand, a sword. A sword, yes, that could be used to attack and stab the enemy, but also to parry off attacks and defend himself from close-range attack. Needless to say, this soldier is well prepared. He is well prepared for battle, well defended. He has everything that he needs. He is set up for success. And as always, when God in Scripture gives us these analogies, we must not get caught up too much in the literal sense of their application, in this literal depiction of an ancient Roman soldier, but to realize that this is God's way of telling us that he well protects you in the battle ahead. He gives you all you need. You are well protected, well covered in battle against the enemy. He gives you his truth, his righteousness, his gospel, his faith, his salvation, and his word. And key emphasis in all that is God gives it to you. 
You are prepared by God. He is the one who gives you all that you need. And he gives you all that you need, prepares you for this battle all the way back in your holy baptism. In the waters of holy baptism, God took something as ordinary as water and then his extraordinary word combined together, not just to claim you as his own, but to claim you as his own and give you all that you need so that you would be protected forever. So you know who the enemy is. You're well prepared for it by God. There's only one thing left to do. Fight the fight. Except in this sense, our fighting is different than we might humanly expect because we're not going out on the offensive, attacking, seeking out, trying to find the enemy as we would normally expect to do in our human instincts. Instead, we are told to stand firm. Stand firm because Christ went out on the offensive for you. Christ is the one who went face to face with the devil in the wilderness and defeated him with perfect obedience. Christ is the one who went face to face with those demons who possess men and he cast them out with his single word. And Christ is the one who went, on the, uh, went face to face with the devil, giving up his flesh and blood, letting the devil think that he had weakened Jesus Christ only to prove him wrong when he not only rose from the dead, but also descended into hell to declare his victory. His victory that is for you. And what's more beautiful is, is that these gifts, these, this protection that God gives to you is the very same gifts that God used through Jesus Christ to defeat the devil himself. When Christ gives you his truth, his truth overcame the lies of the devil. His righteousness overcomes evilness. His gospel pushes back the devil. His faith overcomes doubt. Salvation defeats death and the word of God pushes back all lies and deception of the devil. So fight the fight. Fighting differently than we would expect. Fighting in a defensive sense. Defensive because Christ went on the offensive for you. Defensive because God prepares you for battle. And yet defensive doesn't mean that we don't do anything altogether. As we stand firm, we stand firm daily remembering what God has done for us, daily remembering our baptism, daily renewing ourselves in the gifts that he gives us to prepare us and protect us from the devil. So brothers and sisters in Christ, stand firm. Be strong in the Lord. Yes, the devil does exist and he is powerful. For whatever reason, beyond our human comprehension, God allows him to prowl around in this world still today. But have no fear, because God gives you all that you need. He gives you his victory in Jesus Christ. Amen. And now may the peace of God which passes all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. And please stand as we join our